agency that has done more to hurt consumers than help them, said Henserling, who has touted legislation that would strip the agency of many of its powers. The extreme overregulation it imposes on our economy leads to higher costs and less access to financial products and services, particularly for Americans with lower and middle incomes. Republicans were particularly frustrated that CFPB continued to issue new rules over the last year, despite the Trump administration's focus on loosening regulations to spur economic growth. Last month, for example, the agency finalized wide-ranging rules targeting the billions of dollars in fees collected by payday lenders offering high-cost short-term loans. The rules would radically reshape the industry and even restrict the industry's revenue by two-thirds, according to CFPB. The industry and Republicans in Congress called the rules excessive. We didn't always see eye to eye with Director Cordray, and in particular with his actions, which turned the Bureau into a highly partisan agency, said Dennis Shaw, chief executive of the Community Financial Services Association of America, which represents payday lenders. The group hopes Trump will appoint a replacement who will listen to customers rather than special interests, he said. Under new Republican leadership, the agency is likely to focus less on writing new rules for the financial industry or extracting big fines, industry experts say. Instead, it may work more closely with the banking industry, they said. The CFPB has been working on rules concerning debt collectors and bank overdraft fees, which are likely to stall, said industry officials. The CFPB will face substantive changes in the years ahead as policymakers recalibrate the regulatory environment, said Isaac Boltanski a Washington policy analyst for the investment firm Compass Point Research and Trading. Cordray's decision is likely to renew speculation that he will run for governor of Ohio, where he once served as attorney general. He would have to declare his candidacy by February. Even as Cordray has declined to answer questions about his political ambitions, his opponents began to galvanize against him. One website, www.cordray2018.com, initially appears to be pro-Cordray, and features a Cordray for Ohio slogan at the top and a large picture of the Democrat. But then, this site attacks him and calls the CFPB one of America's most corrupt government agencies. Cordray held big banks accountable. He has a dedicated public servant and a tireless watchdog for American consumers, and he will be missed, said Senator Elizabeth Warren, Democrat Massachusetts, who helped establish the Bureau. The new director of the CFPB must be someone with a track record of protecting consumers and holding financial firms responsible when they cheat people. This is no place for another Trump-appointed industry hack. California gunman killed his wife before rampaging through community and targeting school, police say, by Mark Berman and Ellie Silverman. In the Washington Post, U.S. section, I'm Sam Scholl. The gunman who rampaged through a Northern California community Tuesday, killing four people and wounding several others as he fired at an elementary school and apparently random strangers, had killed his wife the night before, according to authorities. After fatally shooting his wife, Kevin Neal hid her body in their home and hours later embarked upon a bloody shooting spree through the rural region, targeting anybody he encountered along the way. Phil Johnston, an assistant sheriff in Tehama County, said Wednesday at a briefing. Johnston said that before law enforcement officers killed Neal, the gunman wounded several children, striking one of the students at Rancho Tehama Elementary School during his rampage. Chillingly, Johnson said that the attack could have been so much worse because the gunman had apparently sought to enter the school while it was filled with children. Neal, wielding a semi-automatic rifle and wearing a vest holding extra ammunition, had rammed the school's fence and tried to enter the building early Tuesday morning. 
However, because school officials had heard gunfire that morning, they hurried children and teachers inside and locked the school down, which kept the gunmen outside, Johnston said. It is monumental that the school went on lockdown, Johnston said Wednesday. I truly believe we would have had a horrific bloodbath in that school if that school hadn't taken the action that it did. The gunman spent six minutes firing at the school, shooting out windows and spraying children with glass and hitting at least one child with a round, Johnston said. When he could not get inside, he appeared frustrated and moved on, Johnston said. Johnston said Neil had shot his wife sometime late Monday, cut a hole in his floor, and hit her body there. When police showed up Tuesday and spoke to neighbors, they reported thinking, there was a domestic violence incident involving the couple Monday, though that had not been called in to authorities, Johnston said. He added that such incidents were a very common thing with this couple, though he did not elaborate. The gunman, who was officially identified Wednesday as local resident Kevin Neal, fired at cars and vehicles as he passed them. He was ultimately killed when...